from Chopsticks Alley. I'm Zach Anderson. These are our stories. This week, I talked to San Francisco-based painter and co-founder of the Ingleside Art Show, Shrey Perohit. Shrey, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Hey, Zach. It's really nice to talk to you. Before we get into questioning, can you give me some biographical information? I am originally from Mumbai, India, where I lived for 20 years, developing myself as a graphic designer. And then I moved to the States and San Francisco to try to be a landscape painter and... I am pursuing that now. I make paintings kind of inspired by the post-impressionist movement and the American realist movement. So kind of Claude Monet and Edward Hopper trying to mash both of those two. And also I run a gallery in the neighborhood I live in. It's called Ingleside Art Show. Tell me more about the art show. Ingleside Art Show is a small gallery that I started with a a co-collaborator in the neighborhood whose name is Neil Ballard. And when Neil and I met in the starting of this year in January, we really saw that there was no space where people in the Ingleside, which is a neighborhood of San Francisco, there was not really any art spaces where you could either show your art or sell your art. There are some in the Excelsior, there are some in the Sunset District, but nothing really in the Ingleside. So seeing that, me and Neil began approaching local businesses and asking them if we could borrow their wall space to put up local artworks from local artists. And most of them were inclined. We started off with two spaces, which was one at Java on Ocean, which is a cafe. And another one is Ocean Ale House, which is a bar. And the third place we have is Ocean Paws, which is a pet store. Between the three of these businesses, we have had two distinct shows. Uh, One has been uh, A of Neil's work and my work, both shown at both places. And then uh, following, I think it was July. Yeah, in July, I curated an exhibition called... uh, solidarity global local solidarity in which i in which i showed paintings from a couple of the artists i know who live in san francisco and i the theme was to just develop solidarity because all of us go through injustices and we have power together instead of power individually so that show was meant to uh show the neighborhood that people really cared. Uh, One notable uh, achievement or a notable member who came and saw the show was the mayor of San Francisco, who uh, really uh, was amazed with the paintings that we had and and the collages by the artist and really showed some sign of acquiring some of the paintings from the show. So that is pretty much where we are at now. And I am looking to uh, curate another show soon. 
And tell us more about um, the neighborhood Ingleside. Um, what specifically, what um, attracted you to the neighborhood? The need to share my art and share my friend's art and share art that I found cool because literally there weren't any other galleries and someone has to do it. You do a lot of landscapes of San Francisco. Can you tell me what draws you to um, the locations that you do paint in the city? Uh, I was thinking of myself as a surveyor, thinking of how the first wave of American settlers brought along colonialism, but also uh, brought along painters that were painting the landscape, the, the kind of unmodernized landscape and the urban landscape. So I, in, in a way, am trying to follow in those traditions of just surveying the neighborhood capturing popular places that people like and seeing how people can be related to signs and symbols that they see around themselves, especially like the roads, uh, signals, lights, the signage, all these things we are so familiar with because we spend so much time on the road, especially as Americans or outside of the home in the urban environment. So I'm trying to look how that familiarity of the roads, bridges, and neighborhood locations uh, can actually comfort us because so much of our lives are spent uh, in chaos, right? Trying to do things and then life happens. To me, I find comfort in things that don't change, but that is so uh, stupid in itself as an idea because things are always changing. Even though they might not visually be changing, they're still changing. But in a way, some things do stay longer once you paint them. There is a quote by Frida Kahlo where she says, I paint flowers so they will not die. And that quote has really stuck with me in a way that, okay, if I paint this scene, hopefully it will not change because I have captured it. I found that I wanted these scenes of the outside to help elevate and uh, kind of calm my anxieties of just going out. So yeah, that's what I'm trying to do with my landscapes. I'm looking at this one from that you posted on your Instagram from Potrero Hill looking west. It still has this sense of like the natural world in it, even though like the most highlighted features are the roads with the street lights and the car lights that are revealing the grid of the city. Even though you said like you're showing the chaos that we're surrounded with, I do see this sense of order. I wouldn't think of it as natural order. I would think of it as our human efforts to try to build order. Being in San Francisco, it has been rebirthed so many times that it is now aligned to the grid. In a way, in this painting, I was trying to capture how large a cityscape can be and how small we really are. And when I lived on Potrero Hill, I was going to CCA. Uh, I was still trying to find my place in the world. And the painting world, and I would usually go up to this scene and try to see the entire city, thinking that if I can see the city, I can think of, okay, there are many great painters here. They're all thriving and they're all human. So if I can just think of them and see them in this landscape, I could also try to be them. And there were a lot of famous painters on Potrero Hill that I look up to, and that kind of, I was thinking about them in this painting. Could you name a couple? Uh, there is one, her name is Kim Pabolina. She's a acrylic and oil painter that lives on Potrero Hill. And she has been painting Potrero Hill for the last maybe 30 years and has 
amassed works that really show the changing times and another one would be claire lau she's also a great landscape painter i love how she's able to capture the like a uh, beauty of trees and flora in our urban landscape she has some really cool uh, cacti looking things oh they're so great she's able to capture like a lot of color in the gray gray greenness of the city i'm looking at another one um it's this one i'm not sure where uh you were lo- what the pov is but it shows the mm-hmm. bay bridge and like downtown from i think twin peaks yeah so that one is also another scene on potrero hill i spent a lot of time walking these hills so that is me just capturing one of my familiar views what i like about this painting is that i do see the diversity and scale in it it's so multidimensional when you start with kind of an intimate scene of just the of the parked cars it just gets even larger um as you go into the general cityscape and i love the way that you express uh artificial light in this as well could you tell me about uh your experience as an international student in san francisco and how that influenced your point of view in your painting uh very much yeah uh, influenced my point of view because san francisco can kind of be like jading and can kind of make people dislike the landscape or the urban scape for various real reasons but for me as an outsider i always looked at san francisco as kind of looked as a dream that i wanted to come to i had a large bay bridge wallpaper in india that i would kind of imagine a future into so kind of capturing capturing like like i said earlier like a surveyor who's never been here before and wants to capture cool things to share with other people a lot of my art kind of is influenced by the community i have on instagram i have a lot of uh, people in india a lot of people here initially i began with just sharing my street in mumbai i just started painting it in one assignment in the graphic design school that i was and slowly just kind of thinking of how these familiar things that i live around are beautiful so yeah. i try to paint it <laughs> i try to paint it in a good light and then people are like oh look at that and i'm like yeah exactly look at that <laughs> that is a lot of a lot of my practice trying to just capture to share with my neighbors wherever i live whether they live with me here in the ingle side or they live with me across the world there's one that you posted on May 12th on Geneva Avenue of the streetcars. It almost feels like wildlife photography in the way that it's kind of positioned. <laughs> I I I take that as a great uh uh great comment of appreciation. Thank you. Yeah. You chose like especially iconic streetcars to paint about as well. Yeah, I think they just line themselves up. That car barn has all or if not most of San Francisco's cars that they have got from all around the country so they're just like assortments from across the country in different periods of time so that's why they uh, look so colorful and different and interesting because they're all from different ages looking different which is kind of an interesting uh, analogy for diversity <laughs> when things really look different they start looking good together this car barn is celebrating 120 years of its 
existence. So I was trying to capture that on the day uh, that we were celebrating the 120 years. So I wanted to try to paint something celebratory for that day. During the pandemic, as you spent a lot of time kind of just you painting, what are some aspects of San Francisco that you discovered because of the pandemic and what you missed as a result of it? I would say I really discovered the neighborhoods I live in, realizing the importance of my walk to the grocery store and what's really important in that and trying to re rethink what my life means in the context of a pandemic as a painter, really getting socially conscious and realizing that it's not the same for everyone and I have this privilege of sitting inside. So I might as well uh, paint, yes, but also speak out for others and make sure people have a community or provide a listening to people. On an ending note, if I had to give a message to any other artist, it would be just keep going because we as artists have come so long from cave painters and we can go so long because we literally take empty canvases, empty paper and create things that people can relate to, which is very hard. So I would give other artists hope and courage and belief that they are good artists. They just need to keep going. If you'd like to see some of Shrey's art or learn more about the Ingleside Art Show, his Instagram is listed in this episode's description. That's our story. Until next week, I'm Zach Anderson. For more content like this, visit our website at chopsticksalley.com. You can also check out our nonprofit website, chopsticksalley.org. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Chopsticks Alley and Chopsticks Alley Art. Have a topic you'd like for us to discuss? Send us an email at chopsticksalley at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>